The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Wednesday morning, and welcome to another midweek hump day edition of Analyze This here on your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands, WTJX-FM. It's a beautiful day in paradise. My name is Neville James. It is the 21st day of December, T-10, and 2023 will be upon us. I got uh, some guests here in the studio, so I'm going to get to them right off the bat. Um, it's my understanding that uh, these young men want to educate and enlighten us on the Jewish calendar and things of that nature. So I can just ask uh, both of you to, to take over and introduce yourselves to the audience and have a little discussion. Thank you so much, Neville. It's uh, great to be here with you. Mm-hmm. My name is Mendel. And my friend's name is Beryl. Uh, we are basically traveling student rabbis. We are studying in New York and Brooklyn. And we were brought down to the Jewish community of St. Thomas Chabad Jewish Center led by Rabbi Fetterman to sort of uh, join him for the Hanukkah festival, add some more light and bring with us some new fresh energy, some young energy to the islands. We decided to hop over to St. Croix for like a few days and we've just been visiting Jewish people in the area, offering them a menorah if they need so and you said educating them about Hanukkah, I would say more sharing them, sharing with them the light of Hanukkah because Hanukkah really has a universal message that applies to everybody and we're just trying to share that with as many people as we can. It's, It's really a beautiful holiday. How do we spell your name? Mendel, that's M as Mary, E-N as Nancy, D-E-L. You're like the, the musician? Um, I'm not sure about the musician, but I'm actually... You, you'll find a lot of people, a lot of student rabbis who are named Mendel. I'm named yeah. for a great rabbi whose name was Rabbi Schneerson, known okay. as the Rebbe, R-E-B-B-E. Okay, He's that's a fascinating personality if you want to look him up. Good morning, Mendel. Nice to meet you. Bella. Hello, good morning. My name is Beryl. 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 B-E-R-E-L. B-E-R-E-L. Okay. B-E-R-E-L. And okay. first of all, thank you very much for having us this morning. It mm-hmm. was an honor to be here. Pleasure to be here. Um, I, together with Mendel, we actually studied together uh, in New York in uh, Yeshiva. Yeshiva. In a, oh, very yeah. good. In Yeshiva. Yeah. In Yeshiva in Brooklyn, New Brooklyn. York. Brooklyn, yeah. Yeah, and we studied there. We're, we're both becoming rabbis in the process of becoming rabbis. So we're, we're called student rabbis. Mm-hmm. And many times throughout the years, um, the, we're part of a Hasidic group called Chabad, C-H-A-B-A-D, Chabad. And Chabad is a very, it's a Hasidic group, a group of Hasidic Jews. But like you mentioned, like Mendel mentioned before, the Rebbe, the leader of the group, the Rebbe, which is a very famous rabbi who passed in 94, 
he started a Jewish outreach movement, which is the idea was to basically to bring that every single Jew in the world and every corner of the world should have a place where he feels at home, should have a place that he has, you know, a, a place where he, anything he needs in his Jewish in his Jewish life he can find there. And the Rebbe sent out many different rabbis there. To to date, there are over 5,000 rabbis and rabbitsons around the world servicing Jewish communities worldwide. And we have come out over here to the Virgin Islands to try spreading the light of Hanukkah, of the festival of Hanukkah, which we'll talk about momentarily, to all the Jewish people that we come in contact with. This This is awesome. What's the biggest misconception about the Jewish faith? The biggest Jewish misconception. The biggest misconception about the that's a that's a very good question. Yeah. I would say that the biggest misconception is that it's a Jewish faith, and I'll explain that. Basically, um, there are many different religions. A religion or faith is I be- as that I that I believe in something and therefore I belong to this and this religion or this and this faith. Judaism is uh, is very very different in that sense because. Judaism is not so much of an Judaism is not so much of a religion, it's more of an identity. What I mean to say is that you can't you can't like opt out of it. It's something that's inside of you, something that you're born with, something inherently part of you. So uh let's say if somebody belongs to another faith, if he wants, he can decide to believe in something else. If he wants, he could drop it. But Judaism on, on the other hand, is something which is always part of you. You can't, it's just something inside of you that, that, that you can never take away, and it's always there. It comes because we have a special spark of godliness inside of us, just like everybody else has, but we have a special spark as well, a Jewish spark. And this actually is a, is a, is a, is a fundamental point behind our outreach work, as Beryl was talking about, that because we believe how every Jew is always part of our family, so no matter who they may be, where they may be, we're always out there to care for them. That's why we came to St. Thomas for the holiday. And even while we're here in St. Croix, we're looking for as many Jews as, as we can to sort of reconnect with our family, with our like, Jewish brothers and sisters, because of this real serious connection that, that, that we have with each other, which is not bound by faith or religion, as you, were the, as you put it. Okay. But yeah, that's a, that's a really great question. So, so um, it's not a religion... Well, it's a just a identity. If you want to put it in perspective with other faiths, you can call it a religion. But mm-hmm. but it's but it's core. What is Judaism? I would say that it's a that it's it's more of a identity. That, more identity. That no, we'll no, I understand that. I have, I, have, I have no problem with that. Um, Let's say but before before we go there, I'd like to, if possible, because I know Hanukkah is 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 what we're focusing on. But can we can we go through the Jewish calendar? Um, to get to Hanukkah, or does it start with Hanukkah? A very, very good question again. Mm-hmm. I'll have Beryl answer that question. Yeah. So the the Jewish calendar actually starts with the Jewish New Year's. Get, Next get, week, get, we're get closer to that mic, and there you go. There we go. Next week, we're actually celebrating. You know, next week is New Year's, mm-hmm. right? And the Jew in the Jewish calendar and the Hebrew calendar, which goes by the by the moon, um, not the solar calendar. The next week we we start our year. Uh, it started in in early October. Again, it varies according to the solar calendar. Mm-hmm. But the beginning of the Jewish year starts with Rosh Hashanah. Lunar calendar. The say. lunar calendar. Go yeah. according to the lunar calendar. So it starts with Rosh Hashanah, which is the beginning, the head of New Year, the New Year, the Jewish New Years. 
Um, followed by that is a month of high holidays, which many people will, will I'm sure, listening know of. There is Yom Kippur, which is a very famous fast, mm-hmm. the Day of Atonement, which comes follows right after Rosh Hashanah. Then we have the Festival of Sukkot, which is discussed. You can search it up. Sukkot is a festival of huts where we celebrate also the Exodus of Egypt. Followed by the Simchat Torah, which is a festival celebrating the Torah, the Bible, the Testament. And then the next holiday which comes up on the calendar is, in fact, the holiday of Hanukkah. Which, um, the holiday of Hanukkah is a very, very powerful holiday. And um, we could talk about that a little bit. The calendar is for how long? Same 12-month window? So it's, the calendar is 355 days approximately. In the 300 and... 55, 55 approximately uh-huh. and and that's why every three years there's actually what's called a jewish leap year mm-hmm. where they add an extra month so that we never fall out of season 10 times 330 so there's uh, usually and, and 12 I months you, that's I, the I, one. Get, I get you back to to, 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 north, to, to us, uh, us us regular uh, calendar to catch up to the solar calendar yeah mm-hmm. so we usually have 12 months once every three years we add a 13th month mm-hmm. that's 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 awesome um what is it about judaism in new york city that makes it different. Oh. That, that, that makes it different from other places. You know, we would saying? call it New York. You know, what I'm saying yeah. in particular Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. That's the, uh, that's know, the capital of, of the five boroughs. Uh, the Jewish community uh, in in New York City is prevalent, and in Brooklyn, it is more than real. What, what's what's exactly. the deal with that? You're asking a very good question. Actually, Beryl hinted to that earlier. The answer is, at least for our community, the reason why Brooklyn is so special and the reason why we're there and we're headquartered there is because our Rebbe, our leader, spiritual leader, um, lived in Brooklyn and made his headquarters there. So us belonging to the Chabad movement, we call Brooklyn home. Um, spe- more specifically, Crown Heights, Brooklyn. That's, Crown that's Heights. where we're from. Yeah. Yeah. The, the headquarters is an iconic building called 770 Eastern Parkway. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, that's where we, that, that's where we're based out of, and the reason why, um, we're part of this, uh, part of the beauty of us, always being in, uh, always being being headquartered in Brooklyn and uh, and be and like having our home there, is uh, because we are we follow the teachings of the Rabbah and uh, we try to. We always go back for some more inspiration, and um, it's a place to like reconnect, reunite, and there's a, there's a really beautiful community there. If you want to add anything, better. No, you, you mentioned um, Eastern Parkway, and every Labor Day weekend, the Caribbean people have fun at Eastern Parkway. What's that like for the Jewish community? Good uh, exact question. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was actually nearby in the area this year, yeah. this past year, a few months ago. Yeah. And, uh, it's a really beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. You have yeah. so, so many, you know, people coming together. It's, it's that's the, the cool thing about New York City is you have people from all different paths of life, and they're all, you know, people just live side by side. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you a, a quick line that I that I saw in a video of the Rebbe saying, the mayor of New York, Mayor Dinkins, came to visit the Rebbe and. He was, and he, and he was telling the rabbi how it's beautiful, how both, both uh, parts of the Crown Heights community, both the African American community and the Jewish community are able to live side by side. Mm-hmm. The rabbi said, I would actually correct that. I would say, instead of calling us two sides or two parts of the community that could live together, 
let's recognize that we're one community, one people united by the city of New York. And that's also something that we always keep in mind. We're all one people. Hanukkah has a universal message. We're all here for each other. Um, Jewish community, whatever other community we may find ourselves in, we're all really one people mm-hmm. charged by God Almighty with the mission of making this world a better place as the Rabbi taught us so often and as we all believe. The 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 recent headlines with uh, celebrities taking shots at the Jewish influence in numerous different areas. How how do you view it? how do you view that? So it's actually very interesting you mentioned that now on Hanukkah because Hanukkah also has a uh, a very the I mean the story of Hanukkah which whenever you want to get into that we can get into that. Yeah. This, so the story of Hanukkah just in short we're not gonna you know for all the people that want to know the full story of Hanukkah search it up on chabad.org that's c h a b a d dot org. You'll have all the info over there. But the, in short, the story of Hanukkah was that there was, you know, the emperor at the time, his name was uh, King Antiochus. He was the Greek emperor at the time who ruled over parts of Israel. And he did not, um, you know, so much, he did not so much like the Jewish behavior. Um, he didn't like the ethics of the Jewish people. He didn't like the beliefs of the Jewish people. He didn't, and, and, and basically he went and he suppressed the Jewish people. He wanted them not to keep certain mitzvah, what's called the mitzvah, certain of the Jewish commandments. He didn't want them to keep some of the Jewish laws. So in other words, this wasn't so much of a physical battle. He wasn't like trying to harm the Jewish people. It was a, it was a, it was a real spiritual uh, war. He was trying to get the Torah, get the Jewish belief. As you said earlier, the Jewish faith out of us. It was a different type of uh, anti-Semitism, if you were to, or mm-hmm. it was something special then. It was, it was, it wasn't like the other, uh, unfortunately, the other bad guys. So, so, um, yeah, and they, they didn't like so much, uh, they were, it was, there was quite a lot of anti-Semitism and, um, and which basically led up to, because it was, you know, different parts of Israel under different rulerships, which basically led up to that there was a small group of Jewish people called the Maccabees, and there were a small group, a few group, and they fought against the Greeks who were, you know, oppressing them, and the Maccabees won the war. It was a very big miracle, even though they were so few in number, they still won the war against the then Greeks, and they celebrate, they celebrated the war. And then afterwards, when they went back to the temple, the temple, the holy temple in Jerusalem, um, the Jewish temple, the Bet Hamikdash, what's called in Hebrew, they came there, and the temple was desecrated by some of these, you know, anti-Semitic Greeks. And they went to the temple, and one of the iconic, I think, um, you know, things in the temple was the menorah. The menorah is a candelabra mm-hmm. in this beautiful, temple. really, really a beautiful piece. Yeah, mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. piece. Gold. And and they had special oil that they would put in the menorah and the candelabra, and they didn't have any of that special oil. It was a special oil which the high priest himself, or one of the high priests, had, the high priest had to seal by himself. And they didn't have any of the oil, and that's the famous miracle that all of us know the story of Hanukkah for, that the oil lasted for eight days until they were able to bring, they only had one jar of oil, they lit that jar, and the oil lasted for eight days until they were able to produce new of this high-leveled uh, oil. Mm-hmm. And the idea to commemorate this every single year, we would light the menorah. We have our own menorah, and we light with eight candles to celebrate the eight days that the oil lasted, the miraculous, the miracle, and also celebrating the miracle of the war of the Jews against the, against the Greeks. And celebrating, in truth, that what we're celebrating is the Jewish continuity. The idea that even throughout ages, there is many people, the Jewish, the Jewish um, nation is one rich of history. Some of it is not so bright, unfortunately. 
And, but the, what we're celebrating a Hanukkah essentially is the idea of the Jewish continuity that we have lasted throughout all the generations and the Jewish people continue to survive and thrive. And, uh, and, but not only that, they, to spread the light of Hanukkah, to spread the, the beauty, the goodness, the smile of Hanukkah. That's what it's all about. And some of you may have heard of Hanukkah donuts. The miracle of the, of the, of the lights doesn't just stop with a light, but it continues on to the food as well. <laughs> it's called the miracle of the oil mm -hmm. because the, the, the oil with the lights, the, oil in the uh, candelabra in the menorah lasted for eight days so we eat oil dishes for example donuts we have these like potato pancakes called latkes that's like the fun part obviously we try to connect everything with food try to have a, a good time it's a good time to hang out with family and friends um, which is also something by the way that we brought here some fresh donuts all the way from Brooklyn that we were offering to some of the people who we met, which, which is just something unbelievable to unite over the uh, Jewish traditions, mm -hmm. celebrating the miracle of the lights, the miracle of the oil. Now, um, next year is a 75th anniversary for the for the settlement uh, in the West Bank. It was 1948. Yeah. So we're looking at 75 years uh, next year. Um, is there anything significant about about that that, that you've heard of? Uh, anything you all going well, to be doing? Well, actually, Hanukkah is a very, very good time to speak about that. And uh, it's very nice that you brought that up. The Holy Land, the, which is the land of Israel, is something that Jews have always... Uh, it's a place where, where we always want to be. It's a place where God's presence is felt most. As it says in the Torah, that, uh, the, that the eyes of God are always upon the land. And we look at it as our homeland, which it is, because God gave it to us. And uh, as long as we're able to live there freely, obviously living in peace and harmony, which is, which is the most important, um, that's just a beautiful thing. And we're hoping that there should only be peace. Um, and this is also really, really connected with Hanukkah, because that's a time when we fought to get, to reclaim our homeland so we could live together. Um, and be able to practice our religion, the Jewish faith, as uh, and really uh, display our Jewish identity as uh, as as we really want to. We'll we'll take a break and, and we'll talk some more. Um, Neville about um no 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 you're not excused yet. <laughs> uh, we, no, we got time. You know you guys you we guys are, you guys are fortunate this morning, so we got time. Not a problem. We'll take a break. We'll be right excited. back um, with Mendel and Beryl, um, Rabbi student rabbis. Shoot everybody. We'll be back right after this. If you graduated from high school in the U.S. Virgin Islands, don't be stuck with college debt. Create your future for free with free tuition plus at UVI. With free tuition plus, your tuition is covered. Plus, you can use additional financial aid to pay for room and board and other expenses. At the University of the Virgin Islands, you'll receive a world-class education with opportunities to study abroad and gain hands-on experience. Choose from 99 majors, minors, and certificates on campus and online. Visit www.uvi.edu and apply today. WTJX is proud to announce the return of the Cruisin' Christmas Serenade, featuring the one and only Stanley and the 10 Sleepless Nights, with house stops for the first time in two years. Meet us on the road from 12 a.m. to dawn 
Wednesday, December 21st, out west, and Friday, December 23rd, out east, as we bring in the holiday season. Thank you to our sponsors, the Department of Health, VI Economic Development Authority, First Bank, Carvel Hotel and Casino, Port Authority, WAPA, VI Lottery, Diageo, AARP, and the Department of Tourism, Division of Festivals. Stay tuned to WTGX Facebook page for more information. And don't miss the 2022 Christmas Serenade. During a busy day, it can be hard to make room for even one more thing. So it's a real plus that All Things Considered from NPR News is great for multitaskers. You can confidently add being well-informed to your to-do list and know that you will get it done. Whether you're cleaning out your junk drawer on a quick drive or something else, listen to All Things Considered every weekday afternoon. From 5 to 8 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. And we are back here uh, having a enlightening uh, discussion uh, with two student uh, rabbis um, from New York City, uh, Mendel and Beryl. Now, Neville, uh, we are so happy to be back with you. <laughs> this is this is this is really special to no, be celebrating Hanukkah no, with you. No, that's 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 okay. So so what else is there about Hanukkah? Hanukkah. So we've been speaking about unity, about living together. We spoke about how we're really one community. We're all, we're all united. We spoke about how this was, this is something that we believe in as Jews, especially as followers of, of, of the Rebbe, as uh, Beryl mentioned, and as I mentioned, and as you said, from Crown Heights, as you noted, Eastern Parkway. Mm-hmm. So unity and light is really the theme of the holiday that we're speaking about. But there's one more thing that I wanted to add, which is also really important and really connected with unity. Something special about this year. It's a word in Hebrew. It's called Hakhel. Could you say that, Neville? How you say that? What's the word? Hakhel. Hakhel. That's yeah. H-A-K-H-E-L. Mm-hmm. Hakhel literally means gathering or unity. And you also mentioned, you also spoke about the Jewish calendar earlier. So this is this is a this is a cool event on the Jewish calendar. Once every seven years, all the Jews, men, women, and children, every last one, even the little little children, would gather together in the Holy Temple. This was when the Holy Temple existed materially also. And all the Jews would gather there together at the same time, in the same place, for the same purpose, which was to get inspired from God Almighty's Torah and to take upon themselves to fulfill God Almighty's Torah and fulfill what God wants us to do all year round. And in fact, this gathering would impact the next seven years. So this gathering doesn't, this was a historic, this was a, this, this gathering happened thousands of years ago. But as we mentioned before, the Rabbi, the Rabbi spoke so many times how this gathering, although we don't have it physically anymore, we don't gather together anymore in the Holy Temple, but this year is a unity-themed year. It's a year of Hakel. And it's also just so connected with Hanukkah because Hanukkah is all about unity, about getting together with family and friends, and it's about lighting candles. You know, our candles, our inner flame, the warmth that we could show to other people 
and the kindness that we can show to other people and the good people that we can be and that we hopefully will be, our light shines so much stronger when we're working together with other people. The menorah is so much brighter when two candles are shining. So the year of Hakel comes and reminds us, especially in this holiday of Hanukkah, that uh, our light shines brighter when we're together with other people. And in this special year of Hakel, it's a time to focus on unity and uh, a time to get together, men, women, and children, everybody together, to become better people. That's the message of, of this year mm-hmm. on the uh, Jewish calendar, as you uh, brought up. Now, um, as we you know, get further into to our existence, um, what, what, what can be done? What do, what do you think are some suggestions to, to curb, uh, decrease, and hopefully eliminate anti-Semitism? I mean, it's, it's going to be hard because people, <laughs> no. feel people's feelings are what they are. You know, but Neville, I, I, you are I, asking I, the right I, questions. I think education. Is. I think education about folks' history is one of the real reasons why uh, we have that uh, anti-Semitism, and and we also have a, it's it's based on a higher level of ignorance that people don't necessarily want to accept. So, what do we do? Uh, how, how how do we go about uh, addressing? I think that idea number one is to give them hot latkes, potato pancakes, and some Hanukkah donuts. <laughs> <laughs> that should take care of everybody. <laughs> get to their stomach, the right? right? Get, yeah, get, yeah, get, yeah. get to their stomach. Yeah. And if they eat too much, I'm kidding. <laughs> get to their stomach. Beryl, go ahead. Yeah. All about light. Yeah. What, 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 what do you think, Beryl? Um, I mean, you know, people feel how they feel. You know, we're not, you know, we're not naive into thinking that we could just tell somebody something and they're going to, you know, buy into it. Um, but at the same time, a lot of it is because they're really not, you know, uh, in tune to, to history. And, and, and the, 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 the lack of appreciation for history is one of the reasons why we have a lot of anti-Semitism and stuff like that. Yes, I definitely hear that point. Um, I would say two things. First of all, um, in, you know, sometimes we have to fight hate with love a lot of times you know there's anti-semitic occurrences around the world people who you know not necessarily you know have some anti-semitic issues i would say and one of the best ways to deal with that is with love with showing love sometimes a little bit of love can go war can go immense 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 levels um, you know, we're just by by showing them a little bit of love, showing them that really, you know, we're all brothers, we're all here together in this world, trying to, you know, do make this world a better place. If we just smile and show them some love and show them that we appreciate them for what they do and they should appreciate us for what we do, mm-hmm. um, that's the, you know, that's a very very good way of of having harmony and peace. But I would say another very important point is education. A lot of it comes from lack of education. Um, you, you know, people grow up not knowing anything about Judaism and then come to their own conclusions of little tidbits that they hear off the streets and, you know, different pieces of information they hear from here and there. And, and education is a very, very, very important part for, in general, not only about Judaism. Education is a very, very in- integral part of every single person's life. Uh, through having a good education, it builds a person in the proper way to be educated what is what the good morals are, what the good values are, and 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 when we educate our kids, it's important to have that, like you said, like you said so beautifully before, that through educating our children in the proper and right path, that will you know lead them that when they grow up, they'll 
the, that seed will grow into a beautiful and health, beautiful healthy tree. That's what I talked about. And you know, that, yeah. that's a very good point, Beryl, because real education is not just the accumulation of knowledge, trying to pick up as much as we can. It's 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 putting down morals and putting down a foundation so that the child could build off of his education and live a successful life. Mm-hmm. And the and real true morals come from an education that's based on belief in a higher power, or so we believe. And um, and this is this is proven that people, if we educate children from from a young age to be good and kind people, and not just trying to get further in the competition of life. Correct. But to be nice people, that's the, that could that, bring to... That, that's, the, that's the key part. There. 100%. There's, and you know... This notion that um, we've got to be competitive in everything, that uh, that, that, that to me is, is what really is the foundation for why uh, there is so much disconnect because um, I'm competing against you. Exactly. And, and, and there's, a, there's, a, there's a problem there. And you're talking about anti, anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a line that says... Darkness you can't chase away with sticks. Darkness you can only chase away with light. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, any the only way that 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 could take care of all the problems that w- that we have in this world is just by adding light, which is the message of Hanukkah. Yeah. Adding light, adding another candle inside of you, lighting the menorah in you, especially in this unity year, as we said earlier. That's the that's the real way. That's the only way. And 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 that's a way that adding light is gonna is gonna, hopefully will bring us into a time when when uh, we'll all love each other and just be one happy family. How long are you gonna be here in the territory? So we are leaving later today, um, but we're heading back to St. Thomas to help out the Chabad Center mm-hmm. led by Rabbi Fetterman and his wife. May they be well over mm-hmm. there. So um, Fetterman is here. Rabbi and Mrs. Fetterman have their Jewish center on St. Thomas. On oh, St. Thomas. We just hopped over for um, no, a few days. No, Rabbi Feshbach, who he, he was, he was here before. Okay. And uh, and uh, he 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 went on to to, to New Jersey. Um, you know, but, it's actually incredible what I noticed about the 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 islands over here is yeah. that, on even on such a small population on this island, there are so many different people. The diversity. Different no, no, no. Where 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 the melting pot? You are exactly talking about New York. Talking about New York, and by the way, this is so connected with Hanukkah and this Hakal year. Mm-hmm. Everybody, it's just wow. We were driving down. Mm-hmm. We see like so many different types of people. So, 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 so you're here in the territory for how long? We're here till the end of Hanukkah, which is Monday. Monday. Yeah. Okay. So you you head back to the mainland on the twenty. back to school on, on the twenty sixth. Yeah. Right. And uh, we're heading back to Saint Thomas this morning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And your first impression at St. Thomas when you... That was the first time there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the first impression? My first impression was, to put it in one word, wow. <laughs> Two <laughs> words, double wow. No, I'm kidding. Everybody is just so friendly. Yeah. I'm, we're studying in New York now. Mm-hmm. You can imagine, when you <laughs> roll down your window to ask somebody a question, they don't give you more than more than five seconds, if you're lucky. You're, familiar, you, you, you're aware of the fact that Manhattan Island is, is smaller than St. Thomas. Yeah. Really? Manhattan's 22 square miles. Right, same, that's true. That's Thomas. true. I never thought They'll of that. They love. Just, there's so much going on in Manhattan yeah, and everything. Yeah, By the way, yeah. one more thing that I want to talk there's about. A, which I think there's a, a slight difference in population. Very small margin. Just a, yeah, just a, just a little bit of percentage. Yeah. But, uh, Let me tell you something something interesting. We we came here to St. Croix. and we how, long had you, no how, long idea. Been, how long have you been here? Three days. Okay. But we had we had no idea the, the how friendly and how warm this place was. One thing which... Like 
one geographic thing that we didn't know about is that we're the we we are the most east. East, the easternmost the, U.S. The easternmost point, U.S. point yeah. of the of the United States. Yeah. So we're sitting there lighting menorah with somebody two nights ago. This was the first night of Hanukkah, so by now it was three nights ago, and we're we're about to light, and we realize how we are in the most easternmost point. We are essentially ushering in Hanukkah, including everything that comes along with it: the light, the warmth, the unity being in this Hanukkah year, and it's just all coming onto the United States from. Saint Croix mm-hmm. from the menorah that we're lighting here. Yeah, man. Last night we had a little, we had like a three, we had it up higher. It must have been a six foot menorah that we had on the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. People are just passing by, taking pictures, celebrating with us, and the entire United States is coming off of our Hanukkah, of our light and warmth. We're setting the tone, basically. Yes. Which also comes along with a tremendous responsibility, by the way. To, if we're the ones bringing the warmth of every day, every morning, the first ones to see the sun rising and the first ones to be bringing in the holidays. It's something extremely special. No, um, Beryl, um, I'm down with the fedora. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, um, we have to take explain. a vote on this hat, yeah. <laughs> Whose hat is nicer? <laughs> explain to the public the black jacket, the black suit, the black jacket and, and pants and the white shirt. Oh, very good question. So, our, the, like, like I said, we're part of yeah, a... Get closer to the microphone now, but. There we go. There you go. Um, so, like I said before, we're part of a Hasidic group called Chabad. Mm-hmm. And the origin of this group is in Russia, in white Russia, in the 1700s, 1800s. And uh, back then, the, the garb, the, the garb that they would wear mm-hmm. would be a... Um, that is, every Hasidic group had their like Hasidic garb. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you'll see a, a, you know, the classical image of a Hasid is like you know with a big fur hat. Mm-hmm. So in Chabad, the 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 you know the classical garb was a black hat. That is what the Rebbe wore, and when he go and uh, and and that was that's the garb that we wear. So that's I would like say kind of by the way that idea. Chabad mm-hmm. is like pretty. Uh, I wouldn't say let's say modern um, with our. With with what we wear, mm-hmm. this hat, this is just an American hat that everybody would wear back in the 40s. Mm-hmm. And when we came from Europe to America, so we sort of adopted this hat. It's more of a sign of respect when we pray to God when we're mm-hmm. doing something holy, something special. No, I, I, we want to like look uh, presentable. I like that. I like that. There's no strict rules. This is not like it's not like we're uh, mm-hmm. forced to wear specifically a white shirt. It's a not. It's a, it's it's something which which we see as a proper thing to do, respectful. And that's why we wear the black hat. When, when, the, uh, when in Rome? Say again? When in Rome? Do as the Romans? Oh. You've heard that, you've heard that, that adage. When in Rome? So you come to, come to America exactly. and out of respect. Well, that, that, that's, well, that's like a sort of interesting because yeah. now nobody's wearing hats. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I, know, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. But this is something that, yeah, we adopted this sort of hat specifically because, as you said, that's what the Rabbi wore. That's what our leader What do you tell your classmates when you get back to school about About here? About the experience of I would, tell them, I would tell them to take a one-way ticket here. <laughs> <laughs> that's this what is, I'm this talking is something about. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Every single person who we meet, you have no idea. We're meeting these Jews. We're meeting all types of people. We're meeting West Indian. Mm-hmm. We're meeting Christians, Catholic people, mm-hmm. people of all faiths. The Jews who we meet specifically, sometimes we offer them a menorah if they want. And you see these people literally just... So it's it's so inspiring. They want it. 
They love it. We're celebrating together. Mm-hmm. This is this is really what we're all about. This is this is Hanukkah, the festival of lights, uh, bringing in light, bringing in warmth. Standing in this hackle year, there's no better time uh, for us to unite together. This is what we came for, and I think that no other territory or island personifies the unity um, of the hackle year and the light and warmth of Hanukkah as well as this territory. So I was gonna uh, say, that's awesome. Man- Mandel said to tell all our friends to get a one-way ticket to St. Croix. All of our friends are, you know, a lot of my friends, our friends right now are spreading the message of Hanukkah, the light of Hanukkah, the warmth of Hanukkah in many different locations around the world mm-hmm. in many different Jewish communities. But I would, I would tell them to take a one-way ticket to St. Croix because the message of Hanukkah, of being good, a good person, spreading the light to other people, to make help other people in their lives have better lives today in a practical way by doing them a favor, helping them out where, where they could, arranging communal events, being a shining light to others. That you can see most powerful in St. Croix so far because St. Croix is just a beautiful place where people really, really are just n- genuinely nice people, get along, smile at you, share light with you, make you feel at home. And that is the message of Hanukkah. Yep. And that is a very important message for all of us to do on a day-to-day basis. Daryl and Neville, and geographically, think about it. We're, this is like the place where the sun rises first. Mm-hmm. Hanukkah, the light, the warmth, it's all, it's all, it's it's all starting it, here. It, you it, know? it comes together. Yeah. Here, no. Here. no um, Yeshiva University is downtown Brooklyn? No, it's that's, in Manhattan. That's, that's in Manhattan. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And uh, um, living in a city of seven mil. 7 million when, you know, 20 million people when you incorporate Everybody else lives there. Nassau County, Suffolk County, Northern New Jersey, Connecticut. I mean, uh, Metropolitan New York is 20 million people. It's uh, massive. So coming to St. Croix and coming to St. Thomas, um, that, that, that must be a little different <laughs> from a cultural standpoint. It's different, yeah. but it's special. Uh, yeah, to, to, <laughs> to, not, to not have that be in that concrete jungle and that we've got. That's again, by the way, we're just connecting everything with Hanukkah and Hakil, the year of uh, unity. Mm-hmm. It's not just about being in the big uh, in the Big Apple. That's what New York is called. Mm-hmm. It's not just being with tons of people. We can make Hakil in our small communities. We can make unity. We can make a gathering. We can unite. We can spread the light and warmth of Hanukkah in your living room. Mendel and uh, Beryl, uh, I want to thank both of you for... Do we have 30 uh, seconds to sing a Hanukkah song for um, everybody? Well, we're going to the break right now. Now, we'll be back in two minutes. You can sing it then, and then I can excuse both of you. How about we that? We have a deal. Yeah, Neville? There, 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 there we go. Here wow. we go. Hanukkah. So, so we'll, we'll take a break when we come back, and then we'll hear uh, the lyrical skills of um, Mendel and Beryl. Uh, Neville, right, right, right. Harmony, <laughs> Harmony from Neville. <laughs> right, right, right after this break. We'll be back right after this. Banking for your business. At Bank of St. Croix, our mobile apps provide access to business accounts on the go. And our merchant card services accept credit and debit payments anywhere, anytime. Plus, the online banking platform means your bank is always open. Bank of St. Croix has two locations. One in Gallows Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. BankofStCroix.com Remember when you started listening to public radio? 
and a whole new world opened up with different voices and stories taking you to places all around the globe. On WTJX FM 93.1, there is always something new to discover 24-7, and it's possible thanks to listeners who donate. Now that you're in the know, if you've never given, become a new donor today by calling 844-737-9842 or by giving online at WTJX.org forward slash donate. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. 1A is your place for daily conversation with thoughtful guests and listeners from around the country. Fridays are home to our news roundups, where we answer your questions about the biggest stories of the week. I'm Jen White. This year, we continue to celebrate your freedom to listen, weigh in, and share what you're curious about. And with your help, we'll get to the heart of the story together. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. And and we're back here with uh, Menda Lambero, uh, student rabbis from Yeshiva University or college? Um, university. University uh, in in New York City, and they're gonna be leaving right now. But um, they're gonna bless our ears now for the grand finale. <laughs> Get ready. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I introduce Mendo and Beryl. We're gonna sing a song which talks about Hanukkah, the light and the warmth, lighting the menorah. It also talks about uniting together and coming together to celebrate Hanukkah, mm-hmm. which, as we said earlier, is this year's theme, this year being a Hakal year. So this year's themed unity on the Jewish calendar. It's a unity-themed year. So put your hands together in your house, at home, in your car. Or actually, don't put your hands together in your car. Leave it on the steering wheel. <laughs> but uh, we'll sing together. Oh Hanukkah, oh Hanukkah, come light the menorah. Let's have a party, we'll all dance the horah. Gather round the table, let's have a treat. Dreidels to play with, lapkis will eat. And while we are singing, the Hanukkah candles are burning low bright. One for each night, they shed a sweet light and remind us of days long ago. One for each night, they shed a sweet light to remind us of the days long ago. Round of applause. Thank you, thank you very much for, uh, you know, entertaining my audience uh, on this. Uh, <laughs> the pleasure is ours. No, the main I'm, thing I'm is, and I think that one thing that we can take out of this, these few minutes that we spent together, Noel mm. and, and Beryl. Number one, Hanukkah. Um, let's spread the light and the warmth uh, from here to the rest of the country, all over. Starting from your living room, starting from your house, starting from your community, starting from your family. To, to just be better, kinder people, as we uh, spoke about. And especially in this year, which on the Jewish calendar is called the Hakel year, a year of gathering and unity, it's the perfect time. And we're in the perfect place in the most friendly part of the world that I've ever been in to gather together and 
one day uh, the world will be a lot better place because of us, and we'll have a part in it. And yeah, starting from Hanukkah. Nah, man. Thank you very much for um, being here this morning. Um, pleasure to meet you, Mendel. Pleasure to meet you, Beryl. Thank um, you. No, so you're heading back. Uh, you're on a 1040 flight. So yeah. if anybody wants to hop on. <laughs> my, my suggestion is um, go get your boarding pass first. Okay. Then drop back off your, your, your rental car. Stay on the left. Stay right. on the left. Stay on the left. Stay on the left. Stay on the left. That's important. And, and, and that'll get you back into Christianstead in plenty of time uh, to get the... Uh, to see Plano Verde St. Thomas. Okay. okay. Thank, thank you, Nigel. So much. Thank you, everyone, for yeah, listening. Yeah. And Neville. Make sure Neville. Neville. Neville, I'm sorry. Neville. Neville. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Neville. Thank you, everyone who's listening. And make sure to spread the By light the way, of Monica. Neville's a pretty everywhere. popular Hasidic name. You, you may want to check up your uh, family tree. We'll put you on a black hat. <laughs> yeah, I got a so good much. joke. I got a good joke this one. I like yeah. that. I like yeah. that. Thank you very much, Neville. Thank you, Neville. Yeah. Appreciate and it. Everybody, everybody should be happy, healthy, and we shouldn't know of any more... Uh, Troubles or anything, the light and warmth of Hanukkah should spread from here all over. Thank you, Neville. It's been it's been great. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Have a wonderful That's uh, Mendel and Beryl out of the city, uh, coming to uh, the territory, student rabbis, uh, spreading that love here in the Virgin Islands. And a pleasure to meet both of these young men, and I wish both of you well. All right? You got it. That's uh, uh, Mendel and, and Beryl. If you see two student rabbis between now and Monday, uh, there we go. There we go. Yes, a message based on the the, the teachings of um, Lubavitcher Rebbe, right? Lubavitcher Rebbe, you got it. You got it. And uh, if you see them, you know, tell them, tell them you heard them while they were here uh, and analyzed this on Wednesday. And I want to thank the boss and everybody for uh, making this uh, conversation a reality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, and that was that was that was awesome. That was awesome. A very much a learning uh, experience. You know, I you know when I was in school, <clears throat> um, I was I was not a good student, right? But history was always always intrigued me, and so that made me a good candidate to be on the quiz bowl team. And that was actually my, you know, uh, I'd say, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say academics because it wasn't academics, but it was my uh, aptitudinal, I think that's the best term, my aptitudinal apex while I was in high school. And we learned things like uh, in 1948 and and, and and all of that stuff and you know with the settlement and all that and I I was you know I had the pleasure of being on a on a team with with uh, back then you know the quiz ball is a, a a freshman one freshman a sophomore a junior and a senior I was a senior uh, in my 12th grade uh, uh, year uh, 1982 and we we won St. Croix we lost to Antilles in St. Thomas Sebastian Castanelli would, would never. Um, Hold me down, never let me down with that one, you know. Uh, uh, he was the, he was on the um, Antilles team uh, back then. But I had uh, uh, some awesome teammates: Dr. Charles Attel, Aperva Moody, uh, Jennifer Nixon, and um, you know, I I just enjoyed, you know, learning about um, different cultures, history, and retention. 
You know, that's the, that's, that's, that, to me, that was more important than anything else. Uh, anybody can take notes, um, take excellent notes and, and study and, and, and not pick them up and then the night before an exam or a couple nights before just start cramming to remember it and then you knock out the test, but then two days later you've forgotten what you, you know, were being tested for. You know, I'm more into the retention type thing. You know what I'm saying? And, um, so I, I enjoy reading and all that stuff and, Learning about Hanukkah and all that stuff and the different religions and just respect, you know, is 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 really what we're all about. And when um Beryl um was was uh, speaking and he mentioned love, you know, that Rocky label just came to me because, you know, when we have our discussions and um, you know, we go through the political uh, discourse and we're, we're asking that generic question of what makes um, you know what, what's the characteristics you're looking for uh, to be a to be a, a leader and Rocky always says well you know because we try to get technical and knowledge and all that stuff and Rocky always says well, you know if you ain't got a love in your heart you can't lead and when I heard Beryl speaking about, you know, that um, dynamic, that sensation, uh, Rocky Laybot uh, came to Mr. Rocky, Mr. Rocky, member of the St. John, you know how, you know, all of that wealth and knowledge you got to, uh, uh, you just you just have this way of the things that you mentioned, uh, they keep coming back to us. So uh, grateful to have you uh, uh, being a part of uh, this family uh, here I analyze this when we talk on a couple of occasions in the week today um, we got some bush tea today with uh, attorney Henry and, and Doc school at, at at 9 o'clock and then uh, uh, later on this week we're going we're going to do a, a Christmas table talk <coughs> get Ronnie and, and Rocky uh, in the mix and I was looking up um, um, Michael Freshback you know he actually is in southern New Jersey now I believe it is yeah I believe he's in Southern New Jersey. You start, um, there's an article here, August 24th, 2022, New in Town. They say on July 1, Rabbi Michael Feshbach completed his first service as Beth Israel's new rabbi. He replaces Rabbi David Weiss, who served for 33 years. Rabbi Weiss will continue to assist the synagogue as Rabbi Emeritus, you know, and, uh, Freshback was chosen as the, as the 17th rabbi in the synagogue's 132-year existence. And for those of you who know, um, um, Freshback, there's an article. There's an article and an interview here. You know, and um, it's a long, it's a nice interview. And uh, you know, so it's gonna be, it's gonna be um, interesting. And I you know, enjoy speaking with him. Um, the times that we um, we spoke and uh, and I learned a lot and I'm um, glad to have him here in the territory when he was here and uh, you know we are uh, you know we can continue to learn you know you know that you know the deal right get here at eight but um, you know we we want by ten o'clock that we got more uh, to offer. And Rabbi Feshbach, uh, he served for five years as rabbi of the Hebrew congregation of St. Thomas. 
you know, and um, it's interesting. I know he's with uh, Beth uh, Israel uh, there uh, in in New Jersey, and it, it mentions the things that he spoke about here. Prior to coming to the Virgin Islands, he served for 16 years as a senior rabbi of Temple Shalom of Chevy, Chevy Chase in Chevy Chase, Maryland. And he also served congregations in Buffalo, New York, and Erie, Pennsylvania as an assistant rabbi in Boca Raton, Florida. And earlier this year, when we spoke with Rabbi Feshbach, uh, he actually went on a pilgrimage. Um, well, a mission. A mission. I'm going to use the right term. A mission um, to provide support to those who were impacted with the Ukrainian invasion uh, by Russia. So, this is awesome. And then, uh, Fetterman, at, at some point, I guess I'm going to meet, with, um, I'll, I'll have a discussion with Rabbi Fetterman. And I'm uh, looking forward to that as well. You know how we do it here, you know? Our thing here, our thing here is special, and we don't really, you know, if, if, if you're really up to snuff, you know, you don't, don't come out on this show, yeah. <laughs> Don't come out of this show. You check if you if you're ready to have a good conversation, you know. Um, Asher Fetterman, yeah, I learned that one. Fetterman, Google, Rabbi Rabbi Fetterman, Saint Thomas, and we learned that. Right? Yesterday we didn't uh, give the COVID numbers <clears throat> because we went right into the discussion. You know. Um. And we um. You know, we uh, had a, a big sample. Cause I remember Monday I was saying that they didn't put up any numbers on Friday. So there was a big sample that was posted on Monday. 523 negatives and 13 positives. 14 to 1. That was a good... 40 to 1, I'm sorry. 40 to 1. That was a good ratio. We did have uh, a, a fatality, a COVID-related fatality on St. Thomas that brought our number to 127, right? Um, so we definitely want to send out our condolences to everybody who has uh, been impacted uh, adversely um, um, by and, and lost a loved one as a result of um, the pandemic. And, uh, and we definitely are sorry uh, to say to hear that the number increase uh, to 127. And, and after, after further investigating, investigating next of kin, um, and ensuring you know, the Virgin Islands Department of Health is saddened to confirm the territory's 127 death related, 83-year-old male on St. Thomas. You know, so we're, we're noticing right that the most recent, um, you know, passings associated with COVID is our uh, uh, elderly community. You know what I'm saying? So it, it looks like it's about those uh, underlying illnesses that may have been, you know, impacted um, by contracting uh, the virus. So that's how we got to look out for each other, right? So when you heard um, Ty Camille Huncesa, medical director, Dr. Huncesa, um talking about, you know, passionate about, you know, wearing that mask and looking out for your grandparents and all that stuff. Who ain't leaving the house but getting the, disease, but getting the virus? You'll check. That's because, you know, we're, we're not, you know, safeguarding ourselves. Don't take anything for granted, whatever you do, okay? Nationally, we got 13% now. 
right? And saw that yesterday. I didn't get to bring that up, but we had 13%, 40,109 hospitalizations, and average deaths at 407, okay? Um, St. John had a viral, had uh, one, one positive, um, so now we got 52 in the, in the, in the, in the, in the territory, 24 on St. Croix, 27 on St. Thomas, and one on St. John. That's the 52 right there, okay? Wall Street, like I said, um, they've been struggling for a couple of days. But um, yesterday, um, we saw as we used to say, dung in the gamble shop, right? Dung in dung, right? Yesterday, we saw some gain ads, right? <laughs> I used to uh, hang out down there with Moses. We, we had a guy who used to call Moses. Uh, he's a basketball player. His name is Director. Was it? That was one of his stuff. He said, that's your gain ads. So we saw gain ads yesterday. Plus 92.20, right? Up just over a quarter of a percent. With the Dow closing at 32,849.74. 19 of the 30 blue chip, blue chip stock saw gains. NASDAQ was up 0.001%. That was flat. Uh, S&P was up a tenth of a percent at 0 0.10. And Russell 500, Russell 2000 was um, just over half a percent. Okay? So that brings us up to date with the housekeeping and all that stuff. I'm going to send a um, couple of quarterbacks to my DJ between now and the nine-hour break so that when the boys come in for some bush tea, we got um, some quarterback music uh, for them uh, to go check. Groove with okay, it's the season. You know I'm saying it's like that. We'll take a break and we'll be back uh, right after this. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Hi, I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! Democracy Now! features ideas and voices from some of the best minds of this generation and previous ones, including activists, muckrakers, visionaries, artists, risk takers, academics, and just folks, as in the most just folks who share a commitment to truth, democracy, justice, diversity, equality, and peace. Catch Democracy Now! at his new time, weekdays at 10 a.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1. Listening to the wings of a monarch butterfly, what a magical thought. They arrive here on the Day of the Dead, which we celebrate here in Mexico. And a lot of the indigenous people believe that it's the souls of their ancestors that are returning. You know? And it's very spiritual. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. 